And this is a game of, of opening your mouth and saying things, putting your mark into whatever space that you exist in and accepting, especially at first, my friends, you will fall on your face. Oh God, yes. Just do it. And we are back. Uh, Hello. Making the microphone. Gentle folk <laughs> of the internet, welcome to the Kindness Economy podcast, where we talk about doing business from the heart outward. I am one of your hosts. My name is Rebecca. I'm the other host. My name is Courtney. <laughs> How are you doing this week? This class that I'm taking, I've got a, uh, I have to do a case study. So I've got a volunteer client and we're doing work together. And it's just very interesting to do that sort of, um, to observe the work I'm doing as opposed to doing the work that I'm doing. Ah, meta. Yeah. That part's like, ah, ah. Get a lens uh, from the distance. Uh, so, yeah, it's like, oh, lipstick on my teeth, boogers, that's great. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Like just that sort of observa like the obser observation of something changes the quality of it. So I'm just kind of like... <laughs> Start losing track of all of the content because you're like, this package is uncomfortable for me. Yes, yes. I'm I know my contents, that's fine. Don't care. Learning a lot, doing a lot of breakdown, and also uh, the, if my uh, study client is watching or listening, I appreciate you bearing with me through this process because both of us Thank are you. learning. Thank you for learning together. It's all about the group learning. Um, I wanted to check in quickly about us, like with the audience. Hi, dear audience. We have numbers. And I just like to check in. It's just, oh. This is a self-referential show. Oh. We'd like to talk about ourselves because I think that talking about show production, the meta, as it were, oh, yeah. it helps the audience understand what it would take to participate. What does it look like to participate? Mm, okay, and yeah. so what it looks like for us right now, this is our third year producing this show or producing a show. Oh the first God. year was a little oh different. Oh my God. Um, and our numbers for the month of January and February have bounced back to basically what they were before we stopped the, with, the, with the winter break. And that, uh, for reference audience, is around 5 to 10 downloads a day, which gets us to about 150 downloads a month or more. And that's sort of the benchmark of what we have been doing. I don't know if it's good or bad or whatever. I am grateful for every single listen we get. I am grateful every time I hear somebody that hears me talk about this, be like, oh, I need to look this up and write this down because I have to tell my friend about it. This is just so humbling and amazing and beautiful. And I just want to share with you what that looks like at the beginning when you're not uh, Joe Rogan or whatever. <laughs> You know, like I'm not famous. I'm like, no, nobody. we're civilians. We're just people doing a show because we want to participate in this medium. And, you know, in the beginning, it looks kind of, you know, do, 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 do. <laughs> our little side show. Do, 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 do. I'm stuck. I mean, we are carnies. I'm but... totally a carny. I'm here for the sideshow, <laughs> man. That's my jam. <laughs> Um, and my resources for this week, I am also signed up for a class, and I accidentally signed up for two, but that's okay. 
I'm uh, just gonna go into it. Um, the class that I, I, I've been following a lot of Seth Godin right now. He's just the guy that I'm following around a lot because he has a pretty intense construct and he has classes. You're stalking him. And I can look <laughs> and I can learn from him versus like Gary Vaynerchuk. He has a lot of information, but it's not organized into a class or a, a, a curriculum that I could be much use in. It's a fire hose that knocks you down. It is a it's a it's a fire hose of content from Gary V. And and Seth has for <laughs> sure curated a good curriculum and I've liked his classes. I took his classes last year, but I got a little stuck because it's a very intense construct. And by that, I mean, he's he's very uh, lexicon heavy. And it, it just means that you have to learn the vocabulary in order to understand what he's saying. Words. And as someone that's neuroatypical, and it being a text-based platform, I just had to stop at the beginning of the first time I took a class because nothing made sense and I was finding myself super frustrated. And I had to like literally study Seth Godin and read his books and re listen to every one of his podcasts to really dive into and make sense of this class. And now I've signed up for it again. I accidentally picked the wrong one, but it's turning out to be really cool. I accidentally signed up, side effects of being neurotypical is I don't always read stuff. So I accidentally signed up for the wrong class because it was like the next email I got and I'm like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> and, pause, um, pause. I am here now and it's been <laughs> 10 days and I'm just gonna keep going. But also the class that I wanted has now uh, opened enrollment and I signed up for that too. Um, but it's a podcasting class, and I feel like we're in the third season of producing a podcast, and at the very least, even if I don't do the work, I get access to information. I so we can make it work better. So if you are into content creation, marketing, or existing on social media with a purpose, you would probably like Seth Godin, and he's got a excellent curriculum available, and it, it happens in chunks at sets of time so that you have a sort of cadre of other students to interact with. And it's pretty fun. I, um, it's, my so, it's my favorite social media platform right now. Mm. All right. My, my resource is very old school. It is not a book. It is not an app. It is not a podcast. Go in the bathroom, close the door, fill the tub with hot water. Mm. Get in that thing. I am all about replenishing the body right now, just doing the small, slow things. Because you think about resources in terms of like the latest bells, the latest whistles, the latest thing, and sometimes it's not a thing that, and I'm like, you can't see if you're listening to the podcast, but I'm like waving, like the things out there that people get. And sometimes it's not the things that you get for yourself, it's the things that you do for yourself. The things that you do to fill your tank. And if you don't have a bathtub, oh, yeah. you can use anything big enough to fit your feet in. Oh. And just hot soak. water soaking your feet. Yeah. If you do not actually have a basin big enough for your feet, a used thrift store, anything big enough for your feet. It doesn't matter if it's a bucket or a pot or whatever it is. You want to get hot water to soak your feet if that's all you have the time and space for. Yeah. That is... That I feel like is the like, 
baby step minimum yeah. to really get the effect of the soak. Because maybe you can't. Maybe you don't have the time and space to get an actual tub. Soak in. Yeah. But having that time away from stimulation, away from things, um, I want to make sure to acknowledge that and like do that sort of, like come back into yourself. Do the things to come back into yourself. So that is what I think is a useful resource, this go-round. especially important as we're talking about participation and putting yourself out there, the like, come back for yourself. Yeah. I think we're ready to get going. Let's do this. And here we are, rant to festo time. Yes. So we asked you in our first episode to just show up. And maybe you've been there for a while showing up. Nice work. Go you. Next step is to participate. And the key here is get in touch with some childlike joy and abandon. Because that's where we're going to play from when we get out there and test the waters. <laughs> so you've shown up, you've hung out. You kind of get a, you've read the room a little bit. You get a sense of what may or may not be appropriate for this space. You can maybe ask questions if you're not sure. Maybe it's a safe place to ask questions. Maybe you learn when the answer is given that it's not really a safe place for questions and that's information that you can use, that's fine. You wouldn't have known that if you hadn't have opened your mouth. And this is a game of, of opening your mouth and saying things, putting your mark into whatever space that you exist in and accepting, especially at first, my friends, you will fall on your face. Oh God, yes. Just, and what we're gonna do? I told you before, you get up, you dust off your face and you keep going because it's not gonna kill you. And playing from that space of abandon, do you think a child stops? I mean, the child does stop to look around, but there's only a couple of people that the child is really checking in with when it falls on its face. It's making sure its parents are looking. If the parents are looking, now that I have fallen on my face, I will certainly scream. <laughs> I am not hurt. But now that I know I have an audience, oh. I must perform for them. Oh, the gods cannot hold back my lungs. <laughs> and the child is participating. Perfect. Everybody online is showing off in a way. And we're encouraging you to do that too. And there's a way that once you're in there and you start falling around and figuring things out is you're going to notice holes maybe it won't be like a you know sticker on the floor with a you know portal to another place like that video game not the same you're going to notice where the information in the space just is lacking and maybe you know something about the thing that isn't there and you can fill that hole you wouldn't have you wouldn't know that unless you get in there you don't really get to see the inside until you put yourself in there and looking at it from the outside as a participant and even as a, a very interested observer, until you actually open your mouth 
and actually say things and actually get in there and exchange information and ideas with other people, that's when you can start to see the holes. That's when you see those gaps. And then if you're so talented, maybe you can fill those gaps or maybe you're not super talented, but you know a lot of cool people and you know somebody else who could fill that gap. And that's just as good. In fact, maybe better. <laughs> First of all, because then I don't have to do the work. And second of all, because connecting people is super, I'm so here for that. That's what this, that's what social media is for. Connecting people. Connecting people. Connecting. So I would dare say that that is in fact more useful. Yeah. So get out there, just put it all out there. I promise the mortification of failure is not as deadly as it feels in your body. Oh, you will not die. You will not die. You will not. Uh, at the top of my notes, it says play, motherfuckers. Because mm-hmm. um, that's what it comes down to. Uh, participation, like learning how to participate, is one big experiment. Um, one of the things that I've learned about play is that play is not necessarily controlled space, but sort of an agreed upon space where it's safe to go all out. It's safe to do things that you may not necessarily do. It's safe to push edges of comfort, like, oh, what happens if I do this? And it's safe because play is one of those spaces, when you look at kids playing, they'll roughhouse and tumble and throw each other all around in a way that they would not in, say, a classroom or a library, maybe, I don't know, it depends on your classroom or library. Depends but, on the library or the time of day. Yeah, but in that sort of agreed upon container of play, it is sort of understood that like you just go, and if a boundary is crossed or if something is pushed too far, it is okay to say, ow, or hey, back off, or what. So it's a chance for you to, one, learn where your edges are as far as interacting in the space, but also a chance for you to practice articulating where your edges are so other people can understand that. And it's a low enough stakes position that it's not going to be necessarily a deadly situation. But getting out there and trying some things. And like, I'm gonna like, got my notes. Uh, One of the things I was gonna talk about was when we first- Be prepared. Yes. When we first started recording, we would drink, like now we drink tea. It's Mm. warm, it's soothing on the throat. (sighs) And we used to drink fizzy water. LaCroix, super yeah. popular beverage. Everybody likes LaCroix. We for yeah. sure the first few episodes, we were all kicking it we with our all. cracked a can of LaCroix. Yeah, you could hear it going literally cracked bubble, the bubble can at the mic. If you put it yeah, if you put it next to the mic, you could, you hear, could hear the, the little bubbles? bubbles in the can. And then of course, <laughs> we would drink it and then burping. We're burping on the mic. Um, again, <laughs> play. We did we didn't know. We didn't know. We were just out there doing things. A couple months in, we're like, you know what? Maybe anything but LaCroix. Yeah, maybe something with bubbles in it is not ideal to be consuming when you're going to be right up on a microphone. But it's something that we learned. And we probably could have read this somewhere. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know if it is written down somewhere. But we figured it out by participating. By actually doing the thing and going, eh, eh, all right. Giving my lines and burping in the middle of them. That doesn't oh. work. Oh, uh, 
So there's a certain amount of like knowledge, not even knowledge, just wisdom that mm-hmm. comes from like that applied kind of like maybe yes. that you don't learn anything from a book. No, there's this thing called um, in one of the other classes I'm taking with BJ Fogg, um, the fallacy of information. Mm. Like you can know a lot of things. What matters is what you do. Mm-hmm. You talk to somebody who's doing a behavior that is like driving them crazy or getting less than ideal results and they really want to change, as like with clients. Um, and you talk about, well, you, there are all these other ways to go about the problem you're facing, whatever that problem is. And nine, like not nine times out of 10, but very frequently, you'll get a really emphatic, I know, I know, they do know, people know. They're beating information themselves about is it all out the time. There. Yes, the information is out there. This is an information-rich world. But information is not doing. Yep. Knowing what you should be doing is not the doing. Participation, mm-hmm. like doing the do, like do, I said doing the do. Doing <laughs> the do. Um, but doing things. There's this concept of you will never learn to ride a bicycle if it's got training wheels on it. Because there's just a bumper and you don't actually learn how to balance. You learn how to ride each edge. Mm-hmm. And so you don't, you don't get to watch YouTube videos about making YouTube videos and act like now you understand YouTube videos. It takes actually not just recording the video, but producing it into the thing for the platform. And I can see, oh, crap. And the watching it a couple of times. is too dark. <laughs> I literally we didn't we've been recording these last two episodes and we didn't even turn on the backlights. This is uh, I'm oh. actually into this. This is cool. Oh, it's fine. I like it's the way fine. this looks. Uh, so we we didn't even you know it just you don't even notice that stuff until you're in it. You don't <laughs> notice until you're listening back about the bubbles mm-hmm. and the soda. And to take participation once you're in it just a little step further. Get yourself out of your comfort zone and maybe make, maybe make the space better for the community. Love the haters. Love them. Even if you're like, you know, one of the people that believes that, you know, uh, feedback from the cheap seats isn't important. It is important. The cheap seats are important. That's important. The, your audience, every seat of your audience is important. And if it depends on the kind of show that you're building, but my show is about kindness. And I want to curate a sense of kindness in my comment section. So when people come with the hate to my comment section, I come with curiosity or a compliment or just praise for their participation their engagement, and not from a snide, shitty place, but from a like, no, thank you. I honor this. I put a lot of time and energy into this. And whatever you're feeling right now, you had to stop whatever you were doing. And good or bad, you had to come to my comment section and tell me what you were feeling. (laughs) I rank. Oh my God, I rank. And in the world of social media, we're so accustomed to wanting to curate a positive feedback from the audience. Well, you're not always going to get a positive feedback from an audience. And how do you deal with the rest of it? 
do you create a space that feels safe for them to reach out? Because it's not about the content. It's about their day. It's about them. And if you can be curious and make it a safe space for them to express more, that is infinite possibility. And that's an opportunity for you to make an interaction instead of combative. You can make the whole show a safer space and make everyone that gets to see that better for it by choosing to engage with empathy. And maybe you don't have the bandwidth for that. And if you don't, like the first thing when I want to try to love the haters, you know, in the my Pollyanna view of the world, I have to check in with myself. This is not a game that we play with abandon. Uh, block early, block often is my motto. Block early, block often. If you do not have the bandwidth, don't. I have to check in with myself, make sure that I am not hurt by the things that I heard or saw. I have to make sure that I wasn't hurt before I even got there. And if the answer is yes to either one of those things, I need to go take care of myself. But I leave an opportunity to try to be better. And when I see my fans engaging with that scarcity model, I will DM them and say, hey, hey, you're my welcoming committee. Let's make our new friend feel welcome. It's not a fight. I know you're my number one fan. I see you all the time. You don't need to prove anything to these people. Let's do our best. Let's make them welcome. They want to play with us. Let's make that as easy as possible. And like in my own little tiny corner of the universe of the internet, I try to do that. And I encourage you, that's something you can do too. You don't have to just accept the flame wars of Trollville. You can have a troll-free universe because the troll is not a troll. The troll is a person in pain. And the second you stop trying to fight with the troll about their toll, <laughs> the second you can be like, you know, it morphs into a human that had a bad day. If you have, again, if you have the capacity. <laughs> if you don't, psh, please take care of yourself. That's the first, first rule. Take care of yourself and then the people and then the world around you. It's <laughs> the reason it's in that order. Yep. That sounds good. How are we doing? That's awesome. All right, YouTube, if you have questions or comments or ideas about what participation looked like, of what, what are you afraid of? Tell us about your fears. Get in there. Also, participation for me, if you just want to get in my comment section right first, I'm here for that because oh I understand that it's hard to come up with something to say. So if you want to do that, I'm into that. <laughs> if you want a question or comment or something like that, I'm into that too. Talk to me about what participation looks like for you. I would love to hear it in the comments section below. Or, or we have an email address, kindnessecon at gmail.com. If you would like to share that privately with me, I would love to receive that. If you would like to check out our back catalog, it is available at kindnessecon at dot com. Boom. Like we know what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And you want to hang out with us a little bit more, you can do that all over the internet. I am bonus parent Baba. Uh, everywhere on the everywhere. internet. Everywhere. Yeah. You can sign up for my mailing list because I'm blathering at you weekly at ckingsolutions.com. That is the letter C-K-I-N-G solutions, all one word, 
Com. And please take excellent care of yourself and the people and the world around you. Play with abandon this week. I'll see you in the future. Hello, oh. gentlefolk of the internet. I shuffle. We have a tarot cards. Oh. We have a new deck. Yes, that it is, is stiff. <laughs> stiff. Oh my god, this, it's making like trying this, to shuffle two by fours. Making this work for it. Oh, gonna have it's kind of a classic that like cups and swords and stuff thing mm -hmm. that's different than we were doing. Sort of an element-based tarot card setup before, and now we're doing. I just want to add another deck. Diversify our inputs. Very go for the edge. Oh, oh, edge case. Ooh. The hanged woman, as opposed to the oh. hanged man. Ooh, that's actually intense. That's usually a, an intense card. So this is our arcana, like major arcana. Uh-huh. I'm gonna pop that deck down. Stay. The hanged woman. Stay. Okay. Am I reading this? Is it me? Oh, no, this is you. Oh, okay. That's you. All right. Adjust my glasses. Oh, I got different glasses this time. The hanged woman, number 12... Sign slash planet Neptune. Themes, suspension, medita meditation. <laughs> I wasn't sure if it said mediation. Surrender, grace, affirmation. With stillness and trust, I surrender in order to truly evolve. Meaning, when you have a different perspective from everyone else, you can struggle with it or accept yourself, letting go in order to be free of fear or judgment. In fact, the hanged woman, traditionally called the hanged man, is asking you to trust yourself fully and act from a place of knowing grace. When you've welcomed the cards you've been dealt, own your limitations, and slow down, then you can cultivate real humility, peace, and spiritual integration. That's when profound transformations can occur. Self-care. There's nothing we can do to transcend our bodies or be free from our physical form. In this life, we're in these vessels, so learn to fully accept your body. Understand its movement and its capabilities, as well as its pain points, by doing 20 minutes of gentle stretching when you wake up. Bend your body to your comfort level. Breathe through what feels restricted, and take pleasure in how sacred a simple physical act can feel. That sounds awesome. Yeah. That sounds perfect. Today we're going to talk about participation <laughs> and encourage you to participate. <laughs> Let's get into it. Yes. <laughs>